If you want passive income, then at some point you're going to have to turn your online course into an evergreen product, meaning a product that sells all year round every single day and doesn't rely on you launching it to your audience. The big question is for many of my students, how do I turn an online course that maybe I just launched to some success, great success, or even a little bit of success into an evergreen automated product that's selling all the time? What does that look like? What do I need in place? So we're going to get really practical today in a how-to tutorial on what to do first, second, and third, what to keep in mind when you turn your online course or courses into an evergreen product. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 112 of the Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran, of course, pumped to hang out with you. The work less part and the grow your online business part really come together in this episode when we talk about turning your online course or courses into evergreen products. So this is a huge component of what's allowed me to reduce my work hours and scale my income. It's what I teach all my students to do. So very, very important. I'm excited to jump in today. But if real quick, if you're at the beginning of this journey, you know, like, Graham, I don't have an online course yet, or I haven't launched it yet. Or I have a course, but I don't have anybody to sell it to. And I'm wondering, like, how do I get people on my email list to sell it to or find people to even get on my email list? Well, you need to go through my Passive Income Workshop. This is a foundational training that I give away for free. It's a 45-minute training that walks you through the four components of passive income. It's going to cover a lot of what we're talking about today, but it'll be a nice overview of those four components, how they work together. And if you haven't built your course yet, it's going to give you all the tools you need to figure out what your profitable idea should be, how to figure out who's going to buy this or if they're even going to buy it, and then even some templates on how to get this whole business automated and off the ground. It's a great companion to what we're talking about today. I want all of my students to go through it. So whether you buy something from me or not, you need to go through this training. It's absolutely free. It's super helpful. It's how I built both of, both of my businesses, and it's going to teach you specifically, if you haven't already, how to create your first $1,000 a month of passive income, even if you only have 30 minutes a day to work on this side business. It's a free training. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop and watch the workshop. It's on demand whenever you want to access it. And if you're watching on YouTube, I'll link to it below. So you can just one click, go take a look. grahamcochran.com slash workshop. Okay, let's talk about how to make your course evergreen. And real quick, let's let's compare the two models. There's the launch model of online courses and there's the evergreen model. And let's make sure we're talking about the same thing here. Traditionally, and I learned this later in my career, what people have been doing online is launching courses, right? And thank God for people like Jeff Walker with his amazing book, Launch, and his entire brand teaches you how to launch. He figured out a way that you can launch products online and make a ton of money, and it just works. Uh, and so I've I've incorporated the launch model from Jeff and some of my own tweaks and stuff that I've seen some of my other heroes and mentors doing to kind of create what I feel are really powerful launches that work really well. And there's a couple variations of them. And they're exciting. But a launch is what you imagine it to be. There's a date. 
when it's going to come on sale and it opens up and people can buy it. And then traditionally, that window of time that you can buy it closes at some point. We call it closing the cart. And then you can no longer buy it. So it's a fun, exciting launch week or weeks or however long the period is 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 available. And the goal is to make as much money as possible during that launch. The problem with launches is that they're exhausting. It takes a lot of work. There is pre-launch content. There is um, interaction with your audience. There is making sure all, all things are working on a specific date. There is following up through that week. There's interacting with students. I didn't get the course or something's not working or I have questions about it. And there's a flurry of activity because you're telling everybody at once about this thing you want them to join. And then it ends and there's people that didn't get in and they have questions and they're, you know, it's just a lot of work and it's exhausting. If you have a team, that can help, but guess what? It's exhausting for your team. And if you're like me, you're a solopreneur, it's exhausting. You have to be on your computer, making sure there's no fires to put out all the time. So the pro is you can make a lot of money in a short period of time and they're kind of exhilarating. So if you get that, if you get excited about this kind of stuff, it's a high. You can get addicted to the high of the launch. The, the con is that it, it just takes a lot of effort. And then if you just keep launching to your list, guess what? They're gonna get really irritated. They're hearing about the same product over and over again. If they didn't buy the first time or second time or third time, it's probably because it's not what they want or not a fit for them. And then it's just exhausting to them as well. Evergreen is like an evergreen tree. It's, it's leaves don't die. They don't change colors. They're always green year in, year out, season in, season out. So it's like having something that's always available, always selling all year round. This is very different in that it's not a one-time launch. The, the, the con is, I'll start off with the con. The con is that there's going to be less excitement, less urgency, less reason for someone to buy right then and there, although we can address that a little bit at the end of this episode. The pro is that it's always for sale. It takes no work on your part. You set it and forget it, um, which allows you to then go do other things, like live your life or build another product or write some better sales copy that might sell more products or whatever. It's now selling for you. You can then clone yourself and go somewhere else. And this is where you start to get into the fun of where your business can grow and scale while you work less, which is mind-blowing to most entrepreneurs because they assume the more you work, the harder you work, the more you'll make. And if you want to make money, you got to do more, be more, or hire more people. And this model proves that to be not true. This is how I've made most of my money is through evergreen sales. Ideally, do both. And I've, I've done whole episodes and videos on my channel about the pros and cons of evergreen versus the launch model. But ideally, you want to have a mixture of both. What we're going to talk about today is evergreen. So let's jump right in because there's three things basically that you need to go evergreen. And I'm assuming that you've launched an online course and it's not evergreen yet. So assuming you have an online course, and if you haven't, go watch the workshop I talked about at the top of this episode, grahamcochran.com slash workshop. That's going to teach you how to figure out what your niche should be, what your people, um, who your people are that you're going to be serving, what they want, how to build a course for them, how to launch it, all that stuff. Assuming you've launched your course, there's three things you need, and they are real simple. I'm going to break them down in more depth in a second. But number one, you need a steady stream of new leads. So critical. You're going to need a pre-written email funnel, and you're going to need your online course. So at its basic, that's all it is. A steady stream of new leads, a pre-written email funnel, and your online course. We put those three together, 
you can create evergreen income. Now, let's go deeper on all three of those things. And then at the end, I'm going to have some bonus thoughts for you in general on evergreen, making it work really well for you. So let's start with the steady stream of new leads. I think in general, every single business on planet Earth needs this. Because if you're going to launch something in six months, it would be wise of you to have a steady stream of new leads from now until six months from now, so that by the time you do launch something new, you have a lot more people to launch it to. But that is even more critical to having evergreen income. If you hear about people saying, hey, I'm making sales every day, I'm making $1,000 a day, or $500 a day, or $100 a day, or $10,000 a day, or whatever it is, every single day, and it's the steady, income for the most part. I mean, it fluctuates. But if you hear about that, the way they are doing that is they have a steady stream of new leads. This is not just their email list that they've built. You could have an email list of 100,000 people, but if you've already launched your course to them multiple times, that's not the same. And it's not nearly as powerful as having a steady stream of 300 new people every month or 500 new people every month. Those people are new to you. Those people are interested in you. Those people probably haven't been offered your course yet. They are statistically more likely to buy your course than the, the people that are already on your list. So you want that steady stream of new leads, and here's what you need to do to get it. You need to commit to regular free content, at least weekly. I'm beating the drum on this. I will continue to beat the drum on this. Without, without an audience, nothing's possible, but with an audience, anything's possible. The way you, the best way, in my opinion, to build an audience is to give away your best material for free, to teach it for free in places like here on YouTube, podcast, a blog post, right? You can even do this on social media, but it's not as, it's not the best use of your time because your posts, your stories, it all disappear in the feed or disappear entirely. So it's best to create evergreen content, content that you can shoot once, create once, write once, film once and it's living and discoverable and searchable on search engines like Google or YouTube for the end of time. That way it'll continue to serve you and bring you new leads. So it starts with a commitment to new content. Never give up on that. You need a relevant lead magnet or relevant lead magnets, okay? Lead magnets, as you as we've talked about, as I teach in my course, are that free thing you give away to people who are consuming your content. So it's they've enjoyed your free content, you're offering them more for free, but in order to access it, they have to go a little deeper with you and give you their email address, okay? When I say relevant, I don't mean just relevant to them, but I mean relevant to them and also on the other side, relevant to the course that you're going to sell to them. So if you have a course that's, on sales copy, it would make sense to have a sales copy lead magnet. And that would make sense if you taught sales copy. Um, if you're a fitness instructor and you have a course on nutrition, you could have a lead magnet on weight loss that leads to nutrition, but it would probably make more sense to have a lead magnet on food. Like maybe it's not everything on nutrition, but it's like the some certain food hack or the three best foods to eat in the morning to lose weight, like something food related would make a lot more sense. So that when they start to hear about your course in a few days, which we'll get to, uh, it's going to be a natural fit for them to be like, dude, I want more of this. So starting with your course that you want to sell, think through what lead magnets you're offering. Do they make sense? Are they really generic or are they at least 
fine-tuned enough that it would be a natural next step. You're like, oh, that makes sense that he's offering that course, that she's offering that course. So you want relevant lead magnets to your course. And then finally, you need to commit to pitching your lead magnet all the time. This is one area that I see my students missing it. They, they understand, okay, I need content. Graham says content, so I'm making content. They understand that I need a lead magnet. How else am I going to get people to join my email list? So I need to create something valuable, offer it to them. And then there's this, this disconnect where they don't offer their lead magnet in every single video or every single blog post or every single podcast. And when I ask them why, it's like, well, you know, I, I don't want to bug them too much. They've heard about it a lot. So what? Right? There's only two categories of people. The people that have heard about it because they're your super fans, and so they've heard it a bunch. So what if they hear it again? They're your super fans. They like everything you do. That's why they've watched a ton of your content or read all your blog posts or listened to all your podcasts, right? So what? They're your super fans. It's not going ign- to like frustrate them, irritate them. They, they care about you, and they know that, hey, well, I've already heard this. This isn't for me. Because there's this second group of people who it's for, the people who haven't heard your content, haven't engaged with your material, which is most people. This is one of the biggest like paradoxes of being a content creator. You could create a 1,000 pieces of content and think, oh, gosh, Graham, I can't keep making more content. I've made a 1,000 pieces of content. I've already covered everything that I know how to cover. Everybody's heard it all. No, they haven't. You have. They haven't. Your people are not you. Do not have so much of an ego that you think that all your people have listened to, read, or watched all your stuff. Nobody cares about you that much. Not even your mom, okay? So you are the only one, short of maybe one or two super-duper fans who have consumed all your content. So you have to move off of yourself of like the fear of like, oh, I've covered this before, or they've heard this lead magnet before. No, they haven't. There's somebody that's finding your content today that's never heard about your lead magnet. So it would be a huge missed opportunity to not pitch your lead magnet in that piece of content when it might be the first piece of content they engage with, or the second, or the third, and maybe they need to hear it a couple times before they dive in and opt in. So pitch your lead magnets all the time. Every piece of content. If you take a break, I won't scream at you every once in a while but make it your goal to pitch your lead magnet in every single piece of content, okay? So that, that's the first component to Evergreen Courses is the steady stream of new leads, and that's how you get it. Regular content, a relevant lead magnet to your course because you want to make sure you're attracting the right people that are more likely to buy and then pitching your lead magnet all the time. Component number two to making your course evergreen is this pre-written email funnel. And this is probably the most important. Once you're getting steady stream of new leads, even before you're getting a steady stream of new leads, this really needs to be in place. This is where we're leveraging tools and automation to buy back our time and give us freedom and serve our people well and consistently. So here's how this works. If you've never heard the words email funnel or evergreen or evergreen funnel, you're hearing it like, ah, what is it? This is all we're talking about is email, okay? No different than you writing some emails to launch to your list. No different than you promoting something like a sale, like, hey, everyone, check out my courses. They're on sale this week. You've just written these, saved them ahead of time, and you're using your tool like Kajabi or ConvertKit or MailChimp or whatever to automatically deliver these pre-written emails to new people who join your email list uh, in a sequence that you've determined ahead of time. So 
it's not the same emails going out to the same people at the same time. It's the same emails going out to new people based off of when they join. So they're joining your list is what triggers this. Ideally, this is five to seven days worth of emails, specifically five to seven emails. So I mean an email every day for the first five to seven days of them joining your list. Now, this is not a hard and fast rule. The longest my email funnels have been is 45 days. The shortest they've been is five days. But I would say five to seven, if you have one course, this is a sweet spot for you. One of the mistakes I see people make is that they drag their email funnel out. There was some old teaching back in the day, in the, the 2010s when I was doing this, 2009, 2010, 2011, the old teaching was, don't pitch your courses too soon. It takes time to build a relationship. So you send an email when they join, and then maybe a week later, you send another email or two, and you're you're connecting with them and building, nurturing this relationship so that you have the right to promote your course to them. That advice, in my, in my opinion, is irrelevant now because of two things. One, if you've committed to content, which people weren't doing as much back then, it was like people finding your website through a Google ad or something, they opt in for something, they don't still don't really know who you are. So the thought was you have to use your email sequence to nurture them, to build trust, all that stuff. I've shifted the model to doing that on the front end before they're on my email list. So I publish content every single week. I try to offer immense value every single piece of content that's free. I don't try to keep it shallow. If, if you've noticed, these videos are long because this is a, a podcast. If you're listening to the podcast, then you know it's a podcast. Some of you on YouTube are like, why is this so long? It's a podcast, but it's a video podcast. I'm just making that up because I want to do it that way. And I, I'm not the first person to do it, but it makes sense to me. So it's a long, in-depth piece of training. This isn't even an interview. I'm not interviewing people. We're not just jibber-jabbering back and forth. This is hard teaching for 30 minutes. So I'm, I'm giving you a ton, which allows you to get to know me, allows you to build trust with me because you do trust me, uh, and then allows you to figure out if you like me or not. If you, if spending 30 minutes with me, you should know if you like me, feel like I have value to add, and if you trust me. After 30 minutes or maybe two episodes, maybe an hour, you'd be like, I don't know about this guy. You can leave. Or if you're like, dude, this is great. I really appreciate this guy. This makes a lot of sense. Then we've already built some of that trust. And that's with just one or two pieces of content. You might follow my stuff for a week or two or three before you ever opt into my email list. Um, but even if there's one piece of content, I try to make it so good that if this is the first thing you ever engage with or the only thing you ever engage with, you already know me, like me, and trust me on the spot. So once you opt into my email list through one of my lead magnets, for example, my lead magnet in this piece of content is my passive income workshop, okay? If you were to opt in for that, I would have you on my email list. You would have this amazing 45-minute training for free. That's the lead magnet working. At that point, I don't need to do a ton of trust building. So I don't need to wait multiple weeks to nurture you. I want to, in the next five to seven days, pitch my course to you. So it, write five to seven emails that are gonna go out every day for the next five to seven days. And here are three things those emails need to do. You ready? They need to over-deliver, number one. My model is give, 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 sell, right? So there's something I teach in my course, I teach to my students called the value circle. And it's all about giving at multiple points around this beautiful cycle that then leads to more sales. So I give content away for free. That's what you're engaging with right now. 
I give something else away for free in exchange for your email address. That's the lead magnet. That's my workshop or a PDF guide or something like that. So now I've given you even more content, given to you twice. Now you're on my email list. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna over deliver by giving you even more, either a bonus piece of content or over the next couple of days, I'm gonna teach you something. Every email is going to educate you and teach. So I've over delivered now. I've given you for free. I've invited you to go deeper with me by giving you more for free. And then once you get that thing for free, I'm giving you yet more education for free on the back end inside my email. And this only builds more goodwill. This only reestablishes and reaffirms that this was a good decision to opt into Graham's email list. Let's just fill your name in. You want people to feel like, I'm glad I opted into her list, into his list, because I saw some value on the front end. I downloaded this free thing. I may not have even engaged with the free thing yet, but I'm already getting an email or two with more free stuff that's valuable. It's not just junk. It's like, oh my gosh, she knows me. She's reading my mind. This is exactly what I want. That only establishes goodwill, good experience, positive emotion with you and your brand. So you want to over-deliver at least with one free thing, an email or two or a free guide on the back end of your email list. The second thing your email funnel needs to do is establish your authority or credibility in the space. You can do this without like elevating yourself too much or having a love me wall or whatever, or love me slide in a workshop, even though I have a love me slide. I hate that term, but you need, you need to establish authority or credibility at least to some degree, because they may have only engaged with one piece of your content. So they may not know a ton about you other than they liked you enough to opt into your list. So ways to do this subtly are when you over deliver with a piece of content that you're teaching maybe, highlight the success of one or two of your students in the past. These don't have to be people who have gone through a course of yours. These could be people that have had success with your free material, or maybe you've coached them one-on-one. -on -one. It really doesn't matter if you, they've paid you or not for the training, but the fact is that you showed them something, you gave them your method, they got results, and then you could have a testimonial from them or use them as a case study. This is one way to show people subtly that, hey, he's worked with clients before, or he's helped people do this before. That's a subtle shift from who is this random person to, oh, this person has worked with people or is actively working with people. Even one case study communicates that. That, that's separate from the results you've gotten them. But it shows, one, that you're active in helping and serving people, so you're not just some random weirdo on the internet. Two, if you've gotten them some good results, they don't have to be the most crazy results, but if you've gotten them some good results, that shows that then your work works, your method works, that you've done something that helps people in the past. So using a case study or testimonial is one way to establish authority and credibility. Another way is to subtly share that you've been featured somewhere. And you can do this in a way that's not too much of a humble brag. For example, in the recording revolution, if you opt into my email list, at least right now, uh, you're gonna get an email from me that first day or the next day that has a picture of me with uh, two gentlemen, Dave Pensado and Herb, his manager, on the Pensado's Place show, which at the time of when that email was written and for the last few years, um, Pensado's Place was a great sort of like web series show that everyone in my space knew about, aspired to. He's a Grammy award-winning mix engineer. And 
I was blessed to be invited to come on his show as a guest. So he, the people he was interviewing on his show were all like top-notch musicians, producers, working with the top of the top. And then there was me. I really didn't belong in the show, but I'd gotten to know Dave over the years. I'd had him uh, as, uh, do, I did an interview with him on my channel, um, just through the internet. And I would see him every year uh, at the NAMM show. And I got connected with Herb, his manager, and just things like aligned. And they invited me to be a guest on their show out in LA. So I did the show. It was a huge honor for me, but it also gave me some credibility because I was an associated with him, which associates me with all the other big players in our space, in the audio space. So I had a picture of me laughing with my arms around them at the booth on the set of the show where I'm welcoming people to my email and to my community and saying, hey, this is who I am. This is me on the Pensado's Place show, which was just a crazy, fun, you know, bucket list thing to be on the show. Um, and I tied it in to how I like to help people do what I do. And the journey I've been on is incredible. And my journey has brought me to those kinds of places only because I've had success teaching students like you how to do this. And so it was a way for me to say, look, I'm legit, but this is really about you. So you can get creative and it doesn't have to be a picture of you as someone famous. It could be like, hey, you know, I, I had this Business Insider article come out and in this article I wrote, I talked about X, Y, and Z. It's a subtle way to say like, hey, I've been published in places or featured in places or whatever. Any kind of credibility markers that you have, social proof that you have, subtly embed that in one or two of the emails because it needs, this isn't critical before you pitch your course that people realize if they haven't already that you're legit. And if you don't have big social proof or big credibility markers, again, go help somebody, get them results, and then feature them in one of your emails. That establishes authority or credibility better than any credibility marker can because it's all about helping people see transformation. And then finally, your email funnel needs to pitch your course, obviously, at least three times. Maybe not so obviously. So if you're doing five days, maybe you teach two on those two of those days, and then day three, four, and five, you transition and you pitch to your course. You never want to pitch it once. You never want to pitch it twice. You always want to pitch it three times or more. Why? Because not everybody opens your emails. Not everybody reads the emails that they open of yours. And even if they do, they might need to hear about it two to three times to think, man, I really should buy this course. So when you hear an email funnel or an evergreen email funnel, this is all we're talking about. It's just some emails that you wrote, that you saved, you set up in Kajabi to be automated for people to go through those emails the moment they join. That's it. At its core, you could have them receive the, the lead magnet instantly via email when they join. And then the next day, you could start your first email. And then day two, the next email. And then day three, you're pitching. And then day four, you're pitching. And day five, you're pitching. That could be it. That could be it. You want to pitch this early in the relationship, not only because they should have some trust and some connection with you already, but because their interest in you is going to wane as time moves on. So I have found that that first week of them finding you is the best week to promote because they're the most interested in you. So take advantage of that. And then finally, your online course, okay? This is the third component you need, obviously, for Evergreen. This will be a little quicker because hopefully you already have your online course, but some really important things to consider. It needs to be the right price. Now, I can't tell you what that price is because it depends on so much. It depends on the, the niche you're in. 
If you're in the make money space or the business space like me, you can charge more for your course. If you're in a hobby space, maybe a little bit less. But again, those are just rules of thumb. There's hobbies that you can charge a lot more for because they're very unique and specific and no one else is teaching them. So you need to know your niche. You need to know your audience. You need to know your course because maybe your course isn't a flagship course. Maybe it's a mini course. We'll get into that in a second. But if it's a mini course, you may not charge as much for it. That's fine. So you decide what the right price is. But what I mean by the right price, it's a price that most of your people will be like, dude, that's kind of a no-brainer. Like, I really should buy that. Again, most people won't buy it. Statistically, a small, small percentage will buy because they're not ready to buy, they don't have the money, or it's not what they want. That's fine. Don't be discouraged if most don't buy. Assume most won't buy. But it should be relevant and priced right for most people, right? So you don't want to have, generally speaking, some crazy high price thing. Like generally, you don't want to lead off with your most expensive thing. You also don't have to lead off with your cheapest thing. But it should be a really good fit for most people price-wise. Number two, it needs to be the logical next step for a new fan. This goes back to the lead magnet. I, I like to think of them as this beautiful chain. Like they should all be logical. Someone engages with your content, your lead magnet should be a logical next step for them. Like, oh, if I've enjoyed this piece of content, yeah, I want to download that guide. Yeah, I want to work, watch that workshop. That makes sense. So make the lead magnet a logical next step for them. Then the course should be a logical next step for someone who's downloaded that lead magnet. So just think through who are these people? What do they need? So for the recording revolution side of things, when people opt into my list, they're opting in, they're musicians, they're learning how to record, the, the core lead magnet that they're opting in for is my six steps to a radio-ready song guide. So it's like, hey, here's my process for taking your song idea and making it sound absolutely phenomenal before you put it on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever. Um, and so those people, then when they get to my email funnel, I'm offering them eventually a bundle of my best courses on recording, mixing, mastering, all the stuff I'm talking about in that guide. It's a bundle of my best courses at a crazy price. I think it's like 60% off or something. It's not the cheapest thing I sell because it's actually a bundle of a lot of things, but it's a logical next step for them if they really want to dive deep with me because it's what they need more of. For this brand, the course that I'm offering in my funnel is my Automatic Income Academy. This is a logical next step for anybody that's gone through my Passive Income Workshop because it takes it to the next level or downloaded any of my guides about building your email list or growing your sales or a sales copy because this course does it all. It is, if you have no business, how to go from nothing to launching and making money. If you have a course or started your business, it's how to automate it and make it passive. And it's everything. It's how to set up this technology. It's how to write sales copy. It's how to have a launch week that converts. It's how to figure out your customer avatar. It's how to automate the process. It's what to do every week once your process, your, your business is launched. It's how to grow your business, how to scale it. It's everything. So it's a logical next step for people that are opting into my list. So make sure that your course is a logical next step for that new fan. And finally, your course needs to get people results. So I would pick a course for your evergreen email funnel that has testimonials, that's getting testimonials, that leads to results quicker. Um, don't make it a random niche product. Try to get a course in there that's like one of your best sellers that you know gets people's results. It will 
give you more fuel to sell it easier by putting more testimonials on the sales page, in the email sequence, and people are going to be glad they bought that from you if they get quick wins and then they feel like their experience with you and your paid stuff is really, really good. So that there's a fine line there because some courses, to, you know, it, the stuff takes longer to see results for, but if it gets people results quicker, that's a better product typically for an evergreen course, right? Final bonus stuff to consider to make an evergreen course even more seamless. Remove any live coaching element from the course. If maybe you launched it and it was a cohort-based course where you're launching it and for those 12 weeks or eight weeks that people are going through the course, you're doing group coaching, so you're kind of doing it all together, got to get rid of any and all of that, right? The point of Evergreen is not to make more work for yourself. It's to make less work for yourself. So remove any element there. If you have to change the price from when you launched it, that's fine. But make the price fair for it to be just the course. Now, you can have um, a live coaching offering for higher price tiers of the course. Maybe it's you get a Skype call or a Zoom call or you get some kind of you know feedback or something. That's fine, but they have to pay more for it, and that should probably be a small percentage of your people so you're not getting inundated with more work. The point of this is to reduce your workload, right, not increase it. So remove most of your live coaching element. If the price is over $500, which is fine, it can be, just consider using an auto webinar to sell it. It's really hard to sell products that are over $500 just with a few emails. So it's not impossible, but it's hard. So I would consider using auto webinar. So if you uh, use Kajabi, for example, you can build in auto webinars in your email funnel very simply, which means you either have taught it live once or you don't even have to teach it live. You can film a slideshow presentation, uh, record it, upload it into Kajabi as the webinar, and then you can have it set up when they opt in. The overdeliver could be the webinar. Or maybe the lead magnet is the webinar. Either way, they watch it and they're pitched the course in the so they hear you pitching it and you have that that opportunity to add value live or in the moment for them. And then on the back end of that, pitch it. And those convert a lot better. And it's it's easier, I think, to to sell a high priced, high ticket product like that with some kind of webinar element as opposed to just text. Uh, people are more engaged that way. You can simulate a live launch feel with a tool like Deadline Funnel. Meaning there's a tool called Deadline Funnel that you pay for that can, using some coding, learn when someone's going through that funnel and realize, okay, this person is brand new. And you can then offer that course. The course could not be actually available on your website, but for them, they're going to get a link to a hidden sales page and it knows what day they are in the funnel and it knows what when they've gotten past that point after the five days. So you can say in the emails, hey, I'm opening this course just for you. It goes away, you know, in the next 72 hours or the next, you know, whatever, 96 hours. Um, and that can be true because for them, based off of code in the email and cookies and figuring out when they opted in, if they try to go to that, click on that link after the five days, it's going to say, sorry, this offer is no longer available. So it can create that scarcity, that urgency that is beneficial for a live launch, but it can do it automated and evergreen. This is pretty powerful. Um, and I use this on the recording revolution side of things because we're offering a discount on this bundle that's a limited time to get people to take action. But it's not necessary either. I don't use Deadline Funnel for this brand. Um, there's another way I create some urgency um, and create sort of a live launch feel 
using Kajabi for free, which is really, really cool. Um, and I've taught this to my, my membership uh, students in my six-figure coaching community who use Kajabi, how to create urgency like Deadline Funnel inside of Kajabi for free, uh, but it's a little different. And that allows me to create some urgency and scarcity. But, but the course is technically for sale all the time. You don't have to buy it when you're in my funnel, technically. Uh, and to be honest, I never had any kind of scarcity element to my evergreen email funnels for years um, and was doing multiple six figures off of my evergreen course sales to boot. It, it really doesn't matter to some degree because we're offering a relevant course to people within the first five to seven days that have found us and they're most likely to buy anyway. They already are excited about what we're doing. So if you're over-delivering, establishing authority and pitching a relevant course, they're gonna buy. So it's not necessary, but it's possible. You can totally dive into that. And final bonus tip for really getting more revenue out of your evergreen email funnel is to add upsells. So if you're using a tool like Kajabi, you can add not only upsells, which the moment they buy it, they're sent to a, a page that has a video or some text saying, hey, I know you just bought the course. I wanted to offer you something else in addition to that that might be super cool. Maybe it's one of your courses at a discount. Maybe it's um, a bonus training that you don't offer anywhere else. Maybe it's uh, coaching, you know, whatever, like a coaching call. Uh, for an additional fee. Whatever it is, you can add upsells and they can say, yes, add it to my order, one click, no no problem, and they've already typed in their credit card, or no thank you, and then they just go straight to their product. Give them that option. Offer more as an upsell, but not only that, you can do order bumps. So this is a simple add-on so you can add to the cart when they're checking out, like, hey, also add this to the cart at this price only because it's really gonna be a good companion to what you're buying. This is very much like Amazon, like people also bought X, Y, and Z. I'm buying a camera and then they're gonna show you like memory cards and tripods below that one click added to your order because it makes sense. Like if you don't have to, but you might. So order bumps, upsells, add those to get the most out of your evergreen funnel. I know we covered a lot um, and this probably should have been a mini course, but I wanted to give it to you for free. I want you to understand like, Evergreen courses are not hard, but there are some key elements. And, and if you miss one of these three elements, it's not going to work. You need a steady stream of relevant leads, new leads. If you don't have that, it's not going to work. You need a five to seven day or more email funnel that does all those things, right? That establishes authority and credibility, that over delivers, and that pitches at least three times. If you don't have that, it's not going to work. And then your online course needs to be priced right. It needs to be the logical next step for your new fan. It needs to get people results. And if it's none of those things, then it's not going to work. So it really is just getting that balance. It does not have to be perfect. You can change it at any point. You can try different courses. You can try different emails. You can try different price points. I try lots of different things. It does not have to be perfect, but it needs those elements. And when you get it in place, then all your commitment to making free content every single week or more multiple times a week will pay off as you're going to get more leads into your funnel, which is going to be more people seeing your emails, seeing your offer, buying your offer. And that's how you increase your sales without your work having to increase. So the question for you is, and if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment below, which one of these three elements is missing right now for you? Which one of these three elements really needs to be worked on to get your evergreen sales in place or improved? Because you might already have an evergreen email sequence. Let me know in a comment below which one of those three elements, uh, the steady stream of new leads, the pre-written email funnel, or the online course being the right course. And then two, if you're like, I, I have to build a course. I haven't even launched it. Um, I don't even really know 
if building this course is smart, because I don't know if anyone's going to buy it, then what I want you to do is watch my passive income workshop so that you can figure out that your idea is profitable. You know how to do that kind of research. You know how to build a lead magnet that's going to be relevant. You know how to build a course, even give you a template for some of these emails that you might want to put into your funnel and then how to launch it. It's it's absolutely free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. Or if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to link below. Watch, it's, it's 45 minutes. It's full of didactic training. Like I really want you to see how this works. It pulls the curtain back on the business model. So you really understand how it works, what tools I'm using, both paid and free, which tools you can use um, so that you see how simple it is. It's, it takes some work up front, but it's a beautiful model that once you get in place, then at this point, you can just mix and match things like live launches and having an evergreen sequence like this and committing to content. Then you can get this beautiful automated business that really works for you um, and it can scale. You want to, if you want to do work, you might as well work on something that will scale long term, not just something that will make money short term, but then you still have to keep feeding the beast and keep working more and more and more. So committing to this model, committing to evergreen sales really allows your work to be worthwhile, I think, in the long run, because you do the work up front, and then you're going to start to see it pay dividends as you work less and less each and every year, and your business scales more and more each and every year, which is a beautiful thing. So that's all at grahamcochran.com slash workshop. Hey, thanks for diving in. That was a lot. I need a glass of water. I hope you're having a great day, and I'll see you on another episode real soon. Mm-hmm.